I'm Stacey Gross, and this is Two Moms Day Drinking. Author Abby Knox finds herself, as fall sets in, caught off guard as she attempts to navigate a new role, which adds an entire extra level of nuance to her relationships with her two school-aged children. Abby has become a teacher for the first time in her life. That's today on Two Moms Day Drinking. nobody else really knows about so because it's not like the blue ridge or anything it's right. kind of middle of nowhere so i yeah. kind of like it that's awesome yeah not a lot of people that's always a bonus i'm going out <laughs> of my mind i have been prepping schoolwork all afternoon and i'm still only through like a portion of monday it's insane yeah how are you guys like what what's the program that you is it through your district no, it's not through the school district. Um, what we did was we were uh, we were supposed to fill out a survey uh-huh. um, to tell the school district whether we were going whether we had the intent to enroll or, or to go virtual or attend face to face. They had two options, but um, I knew that the face to face wasn't going to work for us because um, my son was at elementary school. He was in fourth grade last year, and they were going to put the fifth grade in middle school this year. And, um, so they would be at the school one week and then home doing virtual one week and they would rotate. And then my little one who just turned seven was going to be in first grade. And so he'd still be at the elementary school and that schedule, for some reason, they kept it until they kept the same schedule they had last year. Last year's schedule sucked because they did half of the elementary schools on a late schedule because of the buses sold them. Anyway. Yeah. So his schedule last year at elementary school was like 8.55 to 3.45, mm-hmm. which I feel is too late for little kids. But yeah. anyway, um, so and then the middle school lets out when they're in face-to-face programming at like one o'clock or one twenty, mm-hmm. which means I would have to take the 10-year-old yeah. to middle school at 8 o'clock, take the seven-year-old first grade at a different building at nine o'clock and then go back. And then I'd have maybe four hours to do my work and then go get the middle schooler mm-hmm. from middle school at one, one twenty, And then at three forty-five, turn around and go. And granted, we live very close to the schools, like right. two minutes, like a mile from the elementary school, maybe two, three miles from the middle school. Uh-huh. And so, and it's a small town. So we're, pretty fortunate that it's not going to be like, there's not a lot of sitting in traffic, but Mm -hmm. also there's not a lot to do. Right. To kill those, that time. So I don't have to like schlep home and then out and then out and back and forth. Right. (laughs) There's nothing to do. I mean, I can't, it's not like I can just like, Oh, let's go get a hot chocolate while we wait for school to open. No, you can't do that. This cause you you can't. (laughs) Yeah. There's so you'd be going home for like 45 minutes, half an hour and then going back to the school. No. No. Well, which is what we did in the mornings, like when the younger one was still in preschool, because that didn't open until night. So we always had an hour to kill, but he was little. So we just, yeah. whatever. It was just, but now it's like, I thought that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm working yeah. and I've been working from home for almost three years now. Uh-huh. So before the pandemic, I, I'm, I'm just fairly got a handle on how to responsibly work from home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that 
things like yeah not not just like walk around and go into the pantry when you need to think <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah know? it's like just getting handled on the self-care of of working from yeah. home which is hard yeah um but then like the pandemic with the added stress just made that all go out the window right and like so so I thought well we're gonna have to do homeschool I don't really know unless we do one at home and what it so we're like hey we're gonna have to do some kind of virtual thing but then like the virtual learning for one of them didn't start until one in the afternoon oh my god like what what are you gonna do with the kid from what where they wake up at like eight to noon or to one my wake up at six thirty. Yeah, see. yeah. I hear you. I'm like, they, oh, do you have a rooster? Because I'm yeah. yeah, they have my alarm cock. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm very lucky. They're 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 sort of independent. Like they get up and they get. They've been getting themselves breakfast since the little one was like five. Like mm-hmm. they get up, they go downstairs. One of them, usually the younger one will come in and say, good morning, mommy, <laughs> give me hugs and kisses and whatever. But then they get their own breakfast. Like we always have stuff ready for them to just heat up or they just take whatever. But, but then, yeah, then they're wanting me to get up, you know, after they know to get dressed and brush their teeth and then get started on something. We had mm-hmm. some it was called Adventure Academy, which we had them do over the summer, mm-hmm. which is basically like game. It's like a video game. Mm-hmm. interspersed with some kind of learning. I don't really know, but <laughs> Mr. Mr. Abby was really into that. So because they had missed so much school yeah. the, last year, like everybody did. Yeah. But I'm like, it's summertime. Yeah. Let him play what? Minecraft all day. I don't care. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. We didn't do anything. We built wig bombs. We collected eggs we hatched eggs like we just did a lot of like really casual unstructured learning stuff but Mm -hmm. for the most part and that's good for me because I have complete ADD like just trying to organize their schoolwork is too much for me sometimes Mm -mm. yeah I mean I had we don't well oh so anyway you asked me what it was that led us to the the school that we picked well we were so so we were supposed to fill out the survey and I'm like I don't know. Like I have no idea. What yeah. To do. And then out of the blue, we get this email from this lady who's a professor at this local university. And she's um, in charge of this STEM camp that the boys go to like usually in June. Mm-hmm. I mean, seven year old actually, he hates, he hates it <laughs> <laughs> one year. And then the next year he's like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to make you do it. Cause I'm not going to make you end up like hating STEM. Right. He's just, mm-hmm. One of those who's like, he's never going to do anything until he is damn ready to do it. Yep. Completely internally motivated. Mm-hmm. The yeah. other one. And I, I speak his language though. Like when he's having complete meltdown mm-hmm. and nobody knows what to do with him. Like I, I somehow, I just like, I know exactly what he's feeling. I know exactly right. what he's afraid of. We can work on And then it's usually pretty magic after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The older one is a little bit more like his father and he, and I'm like, he's just very compliant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love compliance. I know. It's so, he's so easy. I'm like, all right, you just go do some adventure Academy. I don't know. I need to work. Leave me alone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, he doesn't, his feelings are not hurt. 
when I said, all right, I I really have to do like, just give me like two hours. That's all I need. Right. And then he's like, okay, mommy. The other one is like my mini me. Yeah. So not dramatic at all. (laughs) 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 Like just, he need he doesn't need constant attention, but he needs like, he won't do anything. Like I said, unless he's internally motivated, but then he needs like input. Yeah. he needs my guidance. Like he needs like, give me what something to do. I'm like, I don't know. Just go play with your Legos. And yeah. <laughs> there was at least yeah. one time over the summer. We all ended up, all three of us were crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry that you don't like any of my ideas for stuff to do. Right. It's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so I was crying and he was crying and he yeah. was crying. I know. We had a morning like that just this morning because we, we were behind on all of the work from Thursday forward, because I just, we hit a wall. And so I'm trying to get them to like do math and I'm trying to get them to go back through the work that they've done because I'm not here during the day. So I depend on my mom to kind of help them or clarify concepts. And, and that's not, it's not her job. And I feel terrible even asking her to have to do it, but I mean, Mm -hmm. trying to go back and like the one she's like, I did this work. I'm not doing it again. And then finally at the end, like at the, at a certain point, I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done. I don't care. And we're all just like in tears Mm -hmm. and serious concerns that we're all going to hate each other by like October. Yeah. Have have yours, like, are are they excited to do it? Are they, or do you have to push them? Uh, I had to do a lot of convincing when the school option came up because mm-hmm. we got the professor sent us this email. She sent the same email to like all the STEM parent, the STEM camp parents mm-hmm. and not very many to grow up on. Really? <laughs> like, it's really experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but I read through it and I showed it to my husband and I'm like, look at this. And, and I didn't influence him one way or the other, but I knew I'm like, I know he's going to be like, Let's yeah, this. <laughs> he read there. Um, there's, there's no grades. There's no letter grades. Yeah. There's, there's no testing. Like, I don't even think there's regular, like subject testing or whatever. Right. They do, like, they do the standardized tests at the end of the year because mm-hmm. they have to keep their accreditation, but they don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So they file it away. And then, um, everything is, the student is met exactly where they are. Mm-hmm. So he can be in first grade, but if he's reading at another level, then he starts at that level. That's awesome. If he's a little behind in math, he starts there, but it's not like, oh, you have to do kindergarten math. It's just like, we're going to give you easier math. No big deal. Yeah. So there's no stigma with what grade you're in. Right. Like, and so, but my older one really wanted, he was excited when I said they were switching to middle school. And I'm like, because he's, he's more of a social butterfly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, well, we're probably not going to do that because this is why mm-hmm. he's like, all right. And then, so I said, well, we have, there's at least two other families that I know are practicing social distancing that we're really good friends with, fortunately. And so, um, and so her, we, so we will hang sometimes with them and their two kids. So I told them, okay, if we, you know make a point to make sure like you guys get together with Jonathan and Sebastian. Mm-hmm. You're going to be okay with that. Yes. Okay. Well, so we've made a point to make sure that they get together with them. And mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, but 
we, so we had a really quick consultation the night before we were supposed to fill out the survey with the director mm-hmm. and we were both pretty much sold after that. Like she's, she's, um, she's like, Oh, she's a lot like me, but an educator. I am not an educator. Yeah, she's just like, she's just has a, like such a heart for this. Mm-hmm. She's just like super excited. This was something she developed for her daughter because her daughter, her daughter apparently studying dance at a conservatory and I guess at these conservatories, they like just, they don't do school. They just dance all day. Wow. And so she needed something for her to do instead of like, she didn't like the tutor idea. So she developed the school and she's yeah. a teacher. She teaches teachers at this, at college. So like she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So she developed this idea and then she had some buy-in from some of the other dance parents. And so they did that and they had a lot of success. And now her daughter's like 16, 15 going on 16 by the end of the school year, she'll already have her advanced, no, wait, she'll have her AA after mm-hmm. the school year is over at 16. Wow. So not only graduated high school, but have her associate's degree. That's amazing. And I'm like, okay, well, um, I think we can, we can, <laughs> we can swing this. So um, we've been, and I mean, there, there's a tuition for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it, I really wish this was a thing that everybody could do because I think that every student should be like met exactly where they are. Yeah. This is, I mean, we, we didn't, qual- we tried the scholarship, but we, we did not qualify. No. We're both working. Yeah. Um, I finally, in 2000, 2019, I was finally my, with my work, I'm finally like out of the red. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really, it's a business. I mean, you know, I don't care if you say it, I'm a romance author. I'm like, right. But, it's like I was sinking a lot of money into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to pay people to design and edit and everything. And right. You have to pay for hosting and all kinds of stuff. And then mm-hmm. finally, last year, I started to turn a profit. And I'm like, okay, I can. Okay, I think we're going to make it. We're going to be okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, okay, I, this is it's going to hurt, but we can sweat. You talked about the tuition. We can make it happen, but. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to hurt. And, but I mean, it'll be okay. It is what it is. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like, did you feel like, were you kind of resigned to it or were you excited about it or? Um, I was, well, I was resigned to being unhappy no matter what we chose. Right. So that's the trade off. I'm really excited about the school. I'm not happy about the price tag. Right. <laughs> but you know, now, uh, not like we can travel. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Not like we're going anywhere. Right. And 2021 will be our 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're talking about, we wanted to go to Ireland. It was Ireland and Greece. Um, now we're probably not going to go. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening anymore. Yeah. So, well, there goes the European budget. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's so many parents that are having to like restructure, not just their budgets, but their, I mean, there, I've, I've had to reduce my hours and I'm going to have to reduce them again. I can already tell. And I mean, there's an entire, going to be an entire generation of working parents who are lost to the yes. workforce. I have already had to reduce my hours and I don't, I'm not on a clock. I have got so little done this week. I was actually crying Thursday night. Yeah. So like I had no writing done at all this mm-hmm. week um, because there's all these other things I have to do, like 
you have to post on social media like every day mm-hmm. and I just I'm always out of ideas so it's exhausting yeah. anxiety so it's hard for me to post anyway because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not as a woman I'm taught like don't step into like the limelight don't draw attention to yourself mm-hmm. don't be so big for your britches so mm-hmm. I'm like I don't like that but I have to post something every day on Twitter Facebook Instagram right yeah so there's that and that takes me a while mm-hmm. and then I have to do there's like there's all kinds of other little busy work front things that I have to do before I can clear my head and actually write the rest yeah. of the day my creative time is really in the morning like between yeah. 6 30 and 11 which is perfect ideally for the school schedule this is what we thought in the beginning because school doesn't start till 11 mm-hmm. it's 11 to 4 because they have kids who are um in different time zones mm-hmm. so we have to um we don't start until 11. So I thought, well, that's perfect because they can go play, watch TV. I don't care. Do whatever they want. Right. 6.30 and 11. So I can get my writing done because I'm most creative during that time. And then come downstairs, get them set up for um, lunch and for school to start and whatever. And then everything will be great. Then they, they'll just be totally occupied. Right. Full right. time by school. Right. <laughs> Oh, but this was the first week. So there's a lot of hiccups with that. Like there were times where like, I didn't know where everybody's password was for different things. Yeah. I didn't know how to get in touch with this teacher to ask questions about this. And the seven year old's having a meltdown because he doesn't think he needs to color this picture and upload it to drop mark. So the teacher can see it. I'm like, no, you do have to. Mm-hmm. And he's very literal. So he'll see, see something like, after reading the story, answer this question. Well, they didn't read the story. The teacher read him the story. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but don't you remember she read you the story? And he's like, but that's not what it says. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I have so, one that's like that. She's so very like, just, it has to be just right. And she's perfectionistic. So. Ugh. Yeah. So he was crying about that. And then I'm texting. I feel bad, but I'm texting <laughs> my husband like all day. I'm like, where is this freaking password? Where, like, and I'm trying to like, ask questions of the teacher and then all of a sudden like google signed his tablet like out of everything (gasps) and this actually used to be my husband's tablet so we've like had to sort of move money around like how are we gonna we thought we were gonna use the regular desktop computer for the older one Mm. but then it doesn't have a webcam so we had it by webcam by webcam it's totally laggy won't work Mm. so we got a really cheap lenovo tablet on sale Mm -hmm. (laughs) like okay so far that's like so i'm so for some reason it signed the seven-year-old out of google completely and i didn't know where the password was i had the other one's password right and i got really mad i'm like why do i have the 10 year old's password and not this password this doesn't seem fair and all of a sudden this is like a righteous anger i'm like this is totally unfair what's (gasps) happening yeah (laughs) it's like non-stop right the con i feel like it's constant stress over I just tell a really boring story about how I couldn't find the password. No, it's not though. It's like, I think so many people are going to recognize it. I have little planners for mine and they have their own logins and I have an entire page devoted to just, this is how you log on to virtual Academy. This is how you log on to your email. This is how you log on to zoom. This is, you know? Yeah. Well, the school did something pretty smart and they, they combined all of the things they have to sign into and look at into one page called Symbaloo. It's all called Symbaloo. I think all schools need to do this Mm -hmm. because like they sent us 
the one cool thing is we get lots of packages, which, you know, I don't know what that, is that the dopamine hit? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, I, and I always start singing the Blue's Clues mail song as soon as the mailman comes. I'm like, we just got a letter. Oh, I love, I love our mailman. And like, oh, one time they showed up on a Sunday and I'm like, what? I'm sorry. They're like, anyway, so we get lots of packages. So, um, but anyway, so like anytime there's a class or a lunch or something they need to sign into, it's all on Symbolo. Oh, so so awesome. this page, so they just like the, they do social lunch. So, oh. and it's unsupervised, which is cool. Awesome. Yeah. So they just, there's a Kiwi symbol on their schedule. Oh, the schedule they got in the mail. That's how that happened with my brain. Oh, okay. Just see what happens. Like, yeah, I totally get it. My brain is in a thousand different places at once. And I just like randomly zoom in on different things that I'm thinking about constantly. <laughs> yeah. I think I have that. I think I have that ADHD from the eighties that you told me about. Yeah. I talked about it with my husband. I was like, do you know what was on my report card? All of these things. And this totally makes sense. And he's like, I don't, okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. It's inattentive type and it's real. Yeah. So, um, Okay, so they got their schedule, and then, like, so there's a Kiwi symbol mm. for lunch. So when it's lunchtime, they have the option of social lunch, so they just touch the Kiwi, and then this Zoom meeting or Google Meet room comes up, awesome. and then they can talk to other kids while they eat lunch, and there's no adults watching. That's although, cool. Although some, I can hear other parents going, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear them in the background. Because, like, some kids will type things into the chat and they'll be all screaming because they're like, you're not making any sense. You know, I mean, really, they just sit for 20 minutes and talk about Minecraft and eat chips. Right, right. But that's good for them. I think that's really, so that's probably my favorite part is they actually have social time. And then, um, so the the whole symbol thing, like signing in with the icons that are on their schedule, Mm -hmm. they picked up on that pretty quick. That's awesome. It's just the little kings, like, I don't know where the passwords are for this, this, and this. I don't know how to get in touch with this teacher. Like there's nothing all in like one place, like on paper. Mm-hmm. And plus, I mean, I'm not super organized and mm-hmm. no one's surprised. I hear you. <laughs> so, so like 10 year old has a desk situation. It's like in the middle of our, it's it. We have this wall. that's like a built-in, it's an old house. So it has a built-in, a wall of built-in bookshelves. And then it has like a, counter with like one of those old-fashioned like for Micah built-in desks right <laughs> so he sits there under the window he likes it because you can see the fig tree outside the mm-hmm. window and um so he likes it but I mean like there's, there's books stacks of books and games like all around him I'm like does that make you anxious do you need to move away I'm, I'm fine I'm like all right like, no. I'm like well it makes me anxious like you know it makes me anxious <laughs> like Oh, we're going to sign in and the teacher's going to be like, okay, do you have the citric acid? And, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. That is, that is totally me. So, yeah. And then the other one's on the dining room table because we can make it quiet. Like, we can shut the doors mm-hmm. in the den and the dining room. Yeah. So then he's got lots to spread out because, like, he does a lot more hands-on science stuff. So if he needs right. more yeah, it's just, like, keeping on top of. Well, and then there's a transition almost every 15 minutes because I have two kids and they're on two yeah. different schedules. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I can sit down right now. Cool. And then right in like 15 minutes. Oh, no, no, you need to sign into Mrs. Whatever's class. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, here we go. I have a break. Nope. I got to make sure he signed into whatever class. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping yeah. this week with like the alarms, you yeah. said like 
one minute warnings. Oh, nice. At, at every unit on their tablet. So then they can know that they have to go, Oh, it'll say sign into Mrs. Whoever's class. Mm-hmm. And then they'll leave that room and then go into her class. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll work better. And hopefully we'll have the kinks worked out. But yeah, even with this, I think a bug just flew in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I hate that. They're always- I just have I'm happy there's no cicadas. Like it's been yeah, oh crazy this summer. I was outside with um, for my son's birthday a couple weeks ago. We were sitting here on the porch, and I thought I was going deaf. Like I was listening <laughs> to my friends talking. And I'm like everything sounds like it's underwater, and I was like, I think I'm going deaf. And they're like, Okay, like honey, that's a cicada. <laughs> oh my god, they freak me like, out. I, they, I tune them out because they're so loud. Like you, yeah. have, you have to tune them out or else you go crazy. Right. So I was tuning them out, but at the same time, I couldn't hear people talk. And I thought I was going to. Yeah. Cicadas freak me out. The one time I've ever seen one, I was doing my first residency at my master's program in Pittsburgh. And I had this, I rented a room in a house because I couldn't afford the hotel room that, that everybody else was in. And um, this thing was flying at my window and I'm like, this is the devil. This is Satan in a bug form. And I think it's going to try to kill me. It was the most grotesque thing I've ever seen in my life. Never again. Want to see one. I barely, you know what though? I never see live ones. I only see like the, the, the molted. Yeah. Like the husks. <laughs> husks they're like, I, I see them on my driveway all the time. Really? Like, oh. <laughs> they're like white and wide and crunchy yeah it's almost worse because you don't see them and you know that they exist and you're like what kind of monstrosity is this that i can't even see you it's like witchcraft they're disgusting mm-hmm. <laughs> well we've d- we did you and i talk about the palmetto bugs i think I yes like they're, like, <sighs> I can't. They're, like, they're like this big and they have wings i can't no it's not you cannot be a giant bug and fly that's too much of an unfair advantage to me mm-hmm. my husband's from the south and so he made the mistake of telling me that they can, that you can drown them with soap i'm not going to smash one with my shoe that's disgusting yeah but then i have to clean my shoe no yeah <laughs> that could so be like, a science project figuring out why we can drown cicadas with soap that would be well, metal bugs so, i don't know because it gets under the um exoskeleton i don't know yeah so so like he gets so mad at me now because he'll like see little spots of soap <laughs> all over the house he'll be like you're cleaning that up i'm like i don't buy, i don't care it's soap <laughs> it's and it's also fun and it's cathartic to kill the palm <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, they're gross okay. i can't do he'll it he'll just like he'll just like kill it with his hand i'm like oh, oh ha. Like, i'm like yeah we're not not touching me i'm just <laughs> You need to go disinfect now. This is unacceptable. (laughs) Oh, so anyway, you were talking about how we're losing a generation of workers. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I've definitely had to reduce the amount of time that I'm actually working. Mm -hmm. So pretty much since like Friday night, I've been trying to catch up on my Mm -hmm. word count. Like I try to get like four to 5,000 on a good day. Right. Very very ideal perfect day where nobody bothers me (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah which is like never (laughs) yeah um I can get like four to five thousand words and then I'm done I mean but then I still have to go do all the busy work but Mm -hmm. at least there's that Mm -hmm. and then but I mean that hardly ever happens as it is it hardly ever happens Mm -hmm. so I got so little of that done so then 
Friday night. I, I was trying to work and it was just crazy. And then yesterday morning I got up and went first. So I didn't want to, I had um, kind of had a little bit of a meltdown over the markers. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> for years we've had, my husband's an engineer. So he put up a big um, dry erase board on the wall in the kitchen. It's huge. Awesome. It's a six week calendar. Oh, cool. But sometimes it doesn't make sense to me because <laughs> it'll be like, it'll have like, for example, the last two weeks of September on the bottom and then there's a space mm-hmm. and then the first four weeks of, or first three weeks of October or whatever at the mm-hmm. top. So I'm like, what's happening here? <laughs> but you know, this is the way he thinks, this is how they do it at his work and stuff. Right. So like, okay. So we've got these, we've got like a truckload of dry erase markers and the tray that's attached is not big enough or sturdy enough. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to cry. I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. I can see the stress over the markers. And I, I like, so I'll, I have, I use a green one for one kid and a Mm -hmm. blue one for the other one. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. And then like, I'll go and grab one and then three of them will fall on the floor (sighs) because it's just overloaded with markers. Yeah. I'm not picking that up. And then, (laughs) So I do my thing and then the tray will fall. Like, oh, like, can I cuss yeah. on here? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Toss <laughs> it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> so then I would, I grabbed a handful and I stuck them like in like his little area on top of the fridge mm-hmm. and just left the three that I use. <laughs> and the next day they're all back. Oh, and it's so like, frustrating because I don't know about you, but like I find these little ways to stay organized and it's so hard to begin with. And then if, if it gets messed up, it's like the end of the world for me. I actually try to organize something. <laughs> you better believe I want it organized. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I did it again and then they showed up again. And I'm like, oh. why, why are we having this silent battle? This is crazy. This is so, so aggressive. <laughs> grabbed a handful and I put them in like my drawer in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'll never find them. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, so then the next day he goes, he texts because we text each other from across the house. Yeah. People criticize couples who text each other in the same house. We can't hear each other. Yeah. We have, we have to, we can't hear yeah. each other. So he texted me while I was still in bed and He's like, where are all the markers? I had to open a new package. I'm like, don't oh, no. you package. better not have. <laughs> I'll murder you. Don't. And I said, there's too many markers. Yeah. My shit. So for the love of God, do not put more markers on that thing. <laughs> I just got this situation handled. <laughs> He's like, go for a bike ride. <laughs> it's raining (laughs) it's raining i can't you need to leave the markers alone is that how you deal like is that one of your coping mechanisms is like a bike ride oh yeah well i need to exercise like and if i don't take some time to exercise have my smoothie do some weights and like have a shower really slowly get ready and just do the Mm -hmm. things that i need to do from about take my supplements whatever that i'm like I can feel like then if I skip one day, I'm okay. Mm. But then if I don't get right back on it, then it's I'm just mess. like, like depression. Yeah. And well, you know, the depression's like this. The anxiety's right. like this. So then yeah. I'm like fighting. And so I'm like, well, so anyway, I went for a swim. I, I, the YM, our YMCA actually opened up 
but you have to sign up for a swim lane. So mm. I did go for a swim. I was really crabby, but I'm proud of myself. I'm like, I at least will get my suit on and go mm-hmm. and get in the water. I'll be mad <laughs> for the whole 30 minutes that I'm He's now like, allowed. hate paddling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hate paddling. Yeah. I am. Hey, I'm not going to do that. Oh no. Now I forgot the name of it. When you go to the end and you flip, oh. turn, flip turn, I'm like, I'm not going to flip turn. <laughs> I do anything fancy. I always so. crack my head on the side of the pool when I try to do that. I'm not coordinated enough for that shit at all. <laughs> I'm not, I'm really not either. <laughs> I do. Uh, okay. So this one, um, one of the lifeguards, uh, told me that you have to, like you're doing a flip, like when you just do like little kids do a forward flip in the water, mm-hmm. it's like do that, but then come out of it like a corkscrew. <gasps> like when you get to the bottom, corkscrew out of it and then you're, and go, and then go when you're straight. Huh? I, yeah, that's not, my brain is already having an aneurysm <laughs> trying to understand that. <laughs> Somehow I figured it out and mm-hmm. I, but it's still, it's not, it's still not easy. Like I always end up like thinking about the corkscrew and then doing the flip <laughs> sideways. Yeah. So just like when I go bowling, I'm thinking about how I'm going to gutter ball and then I gutter ball. Yeah. I can't even, I took a bowling class when I was in college. We had to take a phys ed class and bowling was one of them. And she was like, yeah. And then you just, you get to the line and you point your toe that way. And it's like a little dance that you do. And I'm like, this is, uh, this is why I don't do sports ball. I didn't expect bowling to be as bad as the rest of the sports balls, but it is. And you're freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, no, the bowling is a source of shame because both my parents are bowlers. They know really? they were both in leagues like way back in the day in like the seventies and eighties. That was yeah. like when it was real, real big. Right. Um, I used to go to the child care at the bowling lanes, if that tells you anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. like they that they're big into it. So I'm like, uh, sorry guys. This is not no, I'm pretty bad at all sports. Like I'm not great as a swimmer, mm-hmm. but I just, I just like to be in the water. Right. And I like, I like being, I like being underwater. So I can't hear mm-hmm. stupid people. <laughs> right? Nobody can talk to you. You have to be left alone when you're in the water. It's fabulous. I love, that's why I love scuba diving. It's my favorite group activity because no one actually can tell you can't say anything except I'm okay. We're going up or you die. That's the I've only never, interactions. <laughs> never done scuba diving. It's awesome. I think I, need, I think I need to. Where do you go? Um, so I did my pool work here, like at our YMCA. And then, so I got my certifications in Kona, Hawaii. Um, I, yeah, you have to do four certification dives, like open water dives after you've finished all your pool work. And that's just like, a, like you have to be in an uncontrolled environment to demonstrate that you're capable of generally not like doing stupid shit and dying. Um, so I got my, uh, scuba certifications there and then I did a night dive with the manta rays, um, around here. The only real place to dive is our reservoir at the Kinzu dam, but I really want to go, um, because apparently they're like the whole, they flooded it, a couple of entire towns to make this reservoir and this dam in the sixties. And apparently like the streets are still there and you can still see like the remnants of buildings and stuff. So it's like this underwater ghost town. I really want to go diving there, but I just haven't had a, a chance. That sounds so cool. It's amazing. I, can't. I think I, I think I need to take this class. Well, honey, I have to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to need to just quickly run over to Hawaii for a week. and have yeah. to. It's See you later. required. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Do it. Do it. I highly recommend it. It's, it's one of my favorite activities. Um, and it's, it's the sound of a reef. Like I find all these ASMR videos and I'm constantly, constantly looking for just like noise for when I'm sleeping because I need something to keep my brain or else I'll just lay there and think and get myself all worked up and I won't fall asleep. The sound of a reef. I swear to God, it's the most relaxing sound. It's so cool. You can hear like every time a fish touches the reef, it's like a click. So there's just constant like clicking and like the sound of the, it's so cool. It's the coolest sound you'll ever hear in your life. Now that is one ASMR I have not looked up on yeah. YouTube. There's nothing really good for it. I've, I've tried, I've tried like the reef cams and stuff thinking like, oh, but they don't, they either don't have the sound or else they'll put like some stupid ass music to it. And I'm like, if I wanted to listen to fucking Enya, I would have Googled Enya. I did not look for Enya because I don't care about Enya. I want to hear the pretty fish eating. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't want to hear. I, I mean, very seldom want to hear music when my, my ASMR. Have you, have you listened to, we're totally off the subject of school now, yeah, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> have you listened to, uh, have you seen Miracle Forest on yeah. YouTube? Huh. Love it. Really? It's not, it's not going to drown anything out mm-hmm. around you, but she has like this very subtle animation. Really? And it's really cool. And it's always a little bit, like a little bit creepy, uh-huh. but not like real creepy. Like she has one that's like an apothecary. Ooh. You hear like bubbling. And then sometimes it's just like a coffee shop or a tea shop. Yeah. But it's always like really the animation isn't too much. So you get sucked in, but like right. if you're just studying or working and then you're like, I need to stare at something mm-hmm. and then yeah. so really cool. Anyway, highly recommend. Sleeping. I don't use it for sleeping so much, but I do use it a lot, a lot for working. Yeah. So. I'm the same way. I need something I used to love. Like I love to be able to go to a coffee shop or go to a Starbucks and work because I need that constant like stimulation of something going on around me. And yeah. it's almost like so, so many different things at once that I, everything else dissolves and I can focus, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely hurt my productivity mm-hmm. more than anything is like not being able to leave the house and like, where am I going to go? Be a creep and sit at the park, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Somebody's going to be like, who's this adult woman just watching my children play? I don't like this. Yeah. this is- Except there's no kids. Like, yeah. Right. So, but, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's North Carolina. So we've got a lot of people who are like, don't care mm-hmm. about the masking and social distancing and not mm-hmm. going through parks. So we have a lot of people are still out and about like everywhere, yeah. but, um, but yeah, it's yeah, but still there really isn't a lot of places for me to go. Like I can't, even though my coffee shop is like open, but I think I can, I can probably only be there for like 30 minutes. I mean, right. I don't be, like sit there for three hours. Like I used to. Right. Oh yeah. Or whenever. So. Yeah. I can't. But, I'm not good without somewhere to go. I like to have somewhere just public to be, to, yeah. to work. Mm-hmm. How, how has them being in school? Like, it, I know it's probably hurt your productivity just because you have to be constantly dealing with them, but has it, has it hurt your productivity in the sense that, um, is it harder to sit down and start work? Is it harder to be motivated to work? Yeah, it's definitely hard to transition like back into work. Like if we've had, if we've had some stress to deal with or a little bit of panic <laughs> with being where we're supposed to be or getting caught up or me having to explain things to mm-hmm. somebody that, yes, you have to do what the teacher says, then it, it's hard for me personally to transition, to go upstairs 
to my office, which is in the corner of my bedroom, <laughs> to go up there and then transition into writing about, you know, sexy time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, it's really hard to do that when kids are just there all the time. Yeah. I'm like, this is not working. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to write children's books. Ooh. <laughs> My grandma but, always said that she could picture me writing children's books. And I'm like, I should write children's books, but like, just include my Samuel L. Jackson sense of humor, like really inappropriate children's books. That's what I should write. <laughs> you know, people buy those. So that Samuel Jackson book, I bought that for my cousin when she had yeah. a baby. I mean, you make, you make money. Yeah. <laughs> I should give it a try. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just, I can't, um, it's hard to transition mm-hmm. back into that zone and come out of it. Like I, mm-hmm. I get real crap. Like, I set myself a timer because I mean, a lot of people who work from home are definitely alcoholics. Like, <laughs> not, oh, wait, did I say alcoholics? I meant workaholics. Yeah, right. Wineaholics. <laughs> okay, probably both. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, we are, I think we do tend to be workaholics because we're not like, we're not really watching the clock and we're not like watching people come and go from an office. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we can just like keep working and working and working and like not, and like sort of let everything else go. Cause I'm like, well, nothing else matters. I have to feed my family. Right. So it's super unstructured. Do you, have you had to like work really hard to create a structure for your kids being homeschooled now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well in the morning, I mean, I am not going to lie. There's so many parents who are like, and even before the pandemic, before any of this, mm-hmm. like, the mommy mommy wars were really like in full force like there and when I was raising when the 10 year old was a baby it was horrendous that's when Facebook was still a little bit of a baby mm-hmm. and um there's so many moms when you go online would say things like oh, I don't let them watch TV mm-hmm. don't let them do this and we are and I thought really and like mm-hmm. you don't let your kid be in an extra saucer like ever yeah. and don't let them watch tv ever and mm-hmm. like don't you need a break and I thought and then I started feeling inadequate and I'm like wait no they're lying they have to be lying they have to that's be it. that's it I'm like I don't care if they watch a little tv mm-hmm. uh sometimes I don't care if they watch a lot of tv mm-hmm. it's raining or the middle of summer in North Carolina, you know, mm-hmm. we have like a week where it's 90 degrees and like 95 degrees. Anything degrees. I don't want to go outside. It's mm-hmm. not just 95 degrees. It's humid as hell. I'm not going mm-hmm. outside. So do what you want. You know? yeah. And then I, people are like, well, so do your kids not have like face, they, they're not face-to-face school. They're all virtual. Yeah. Do they have Zoom meetings with their teachers. We tried once, but I wasn't here. And so the Zoom meeting, I don't know, it just never opened. So they weren't at that. Um, but for the most part, every day they log on, they read through like a Mm -hmm. lesson and then they're supposed to do the worksheets to go with that lesson, but there's no like feedback or back and forth or like, you know, comments on their work or it's just Mm -hmm. read this, do that, read this, do Mm -hmm. that. And it's, I don't, I don't really know how they're going to absorb or learn anything when there's no back and forth. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I, I, and I don't blame the teachers. I know mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people are going through that right now. I mm-hmm. I, I think um, yeah, my friends are going through the same thing. Who 
stayed with the public school. Like mm-hmm. I don't, there's not a lot of, there's a couple, there's a few, they have maybe one, one or two zoom meetings a day, if that, and then mm-hmm. all work after that on their own. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's the fault of the teachers. I think the teachers, this is just an extra thing that they've been given to do because mm-hmm. they still have to teach face to face kids. Right. So they've got that plus the stress of having to be in public, you know, face to face with kids and not mm-hmm. knowing who's actually sick and who's not. And yeah. so, yeah, I think the teachers have a lot on their plates and I don't think that they, well, and I know for a fact, I've spoken to one teacher just today. And I mean, there's, no one is prepared for this and there's no like preparation for the teachers either. So they're tearing their hair out, trying to figure out how to deliver this education. But I don't, I don't know what we're going to gain from this year. I feel like we're going to, they're going to go into fourth grade next year and they're still going to be at the end of second grade academically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I think everybody should just give up on tests and grades for like a year, maybe Mm -hmm. the next two years Mm -hmm. and just, I don't know, read books, mm-hmm. do some math. Yeah. <laughs> just here, do this, do this, do this. And let's mm-hmm. just get through it. Yeah. This That's... is kind of, this is kind of my thinking. Like yeah. just do what you can do and just to get through it. Mm-hmm. And nobody should judge anybody. That's my big thing. Nobody should yeah. judge any other mom for making these choices because moms are already so harshly judged. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For everything. And yeah. I'm really fortunate because my husband is super involved in the education mm-hmm. stuff. He's really, really jazzed about it. That's awesome. So, but I mean, the first week of school started this week and he was in the office. So mm-hmm. I was dealing with it all on my own. And I'm like, this was not the plan. Yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to be here. Yeah. I'm not technologically savvy at all. No. He's, he's on alternating weeks from his company alternates him. So this coming week, he'll be home. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to disappear. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and I have, but I have friends, I have another uh, romance writer friend who is, um, who's sending her kids to, they're both still elementary age. Mm. I think her oldest is in fourth grade. Mm. She sent them both to school, face to face school. Uh-huh. And, uh, and she was getting crap about that from her own, from her family. Yeah. And I'm like, just stop it. Like women. Mm-hmm. We're doing all, we're handling all of it. Yeah. Yeah. We're having to make all the decisions and organize all of the things. And none of these decisions feel good. Yeah. And also, by the way, I have, I have a shit ton of guilt for leaving the public school district. Yeah. Because I've always been, I was raised in a private school. Mm-hmm. So I'm very pro public school because mm-hmm. I love that they can be around other kids who are not like them, who are from different backgrounds and they can just have a larger group, larger pool of friends and teachers and experiences and um, religious backgrounds. Right. You know, so I'm very pro public school. So then this whole thing, it was such a quick, sudden decision. And so unexpected and I have so much guilt about it. I feel like, Everybody, I think everybody is just trying to make the best decision they can out of a collection of really shitty choices, you know, mm-hmm. there's just, yeah. no, there's no good way for this to end, you know, and it's, it's pretty much, you know, I don't want to overgeneralize, but yeah, it's pretty much all down to the moms. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. we don't, 
we're just trying to keep them fed and, mm-hmm. and alive. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And now we have to teach them on top of it. Like I, this is not a role that I, have you, um, as you've been working through some of the lessons with your kids, have you, um, had like struggles? Do you, are you concerned about your relationship with your kids at all? Because you're having to take on this role that is not really a a role for a mom. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm not a teacher. I don't have the patience to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, they're, at the age now, or they're just figuring it out that their mom doesn't know everything. Mm -hmm. And then I'm a little bit of a mess. (laughs) I'm like, so they're kind of, I already feel a little bit too dumb Mm -hmm. for them. (laughs) I said to mine the other day, I said, I feel like Billy Madison. (laughs) I'm back in third grade. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not very good at third grade, apparently, especially with math. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the water boy. From my- <laughs> <laughs> the water boy. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. And, and this is one thing I don't put on Facebook because mm-hmm. um, my first grader is, is crazy smart. Mm-hmm. And I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> the first day of social lunch at school, he used the word plethora. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't take any credit for this. Right. This is all like wild crats. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, PBS. <laughs> yeah, it's all like, it's all PBS. What's that other one? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I'm like, oh boy. Well, so the director like did some kind of assessment with his reading mm-hmm. and he's in first grade and he's reading at a fourth grade level. Mm-hmm. And, um, then she emailed me later and was like, I've, it's been a while since I've had that dramatic of a mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not really surprised. And like the first I read the, this is maybe two years ago. I read the first Harry Potter out loud to him mm-hmm. and, and then he was drawing like real life comparisons. Mm-hmm already yeah you are five (laughs) why are you so smart i'm like this um we're not we're not ready for this Mm -hmm. like should we be teaching you chess or something (laughs) like i think i've mentioned i think i mentioned him on i think i mentioned him on the on the p uh patreon about like every once in a while he'll he'll just like talk about global warming and get really upset yeah and i'm like I'm doing my best. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And, um, yeah. So yeah, he's one of like, I don't know what to do with it. So I think this is probably the best choice for him. Yeah. Is there other options for giftedness and, and things like that in this school or this program that you've chosen for them? No, because it's all, it's all tailored to every single student. Yeah. So like if he's reading in fourth grade, then they just immediately bump him up. I love that though. I think that's great. So- yeah. So yeah, it's good. I mean, I'll, like, again, I don't take credit. <laughs> for any of it. You should. You did something right. Cause you got a really smart kiddo. Yeah. I mean, I read, I read to both of them since they were in the womb. I was a crazy pregnant lady. I was reading before. I, I think I was reading to them in the womb when they were two yeah. months in the yeah. womb. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. It, 
pretty much that's it. Like every single night we read together. So, yeah. uh, but that kid is so funny. He like, he requires a sleep mask. Mm-hmm. He's been wearing a sleep mask to bed since he was five. Really? He, he told me one day, he's like, I can't sleep. And I couldn't figure out why he kept getting up. And he said, I can't keep my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. So, and then, and then I'm like, this is ringing a bell. So I talked to my niece who's in her twenties and I'm like, you can't sleep with your eyes closed either. She's like, no, you need to get him a sleep mask. Oh, I got him a sleep mask. Now I think he's walking in his sleep. He oh. definitely talks in sleep. But I think he's walking in his sleep now. Yeah. He has to do a meditation at bedtime. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He asked for he asked for a weighted blanket for his birthday. Mm-hmm. He's he's very high maintenance. Yeah, yeah. So the other one is just like the other one wouldn't ever cut his fingernails if I never said anything. Really, you know, like he he would wear the same pajamas like yeah. a month and be completely. Fine. I mean, I love I love him to death, but he would be completely rank <laughs> if it weren't for me going get it together we need to do this is he the same way with his schoolwork? do you have to be on him more than the other one yeah he's like the daydreamer really yeah he'll just yeah. stare out the window and yeah well he he when he's in in-person school like he has always had problems like focusing and getting his mm-hmm. work done on time because if there's anybody walking around mm-hmm. any disruption people even collaborating with each other mm-hmm. even if they're allowed to like he can't yeah he can't focus and he doesn't get it done on time and we had the worst time in second grade was so hard really like kindergarten first grade he was fine um mm. second grade all of a sudden we had problems with reading comprehension and i was like mm. reading comprehension that makes no sense he can comprehend what he reads and right i had like three or four meetings with the teacher I'm like i don't understand how do i help him yeah. it's just to get him a timer i'm like timer mm. I got a timer. I'm like, Hey, I have a timer on my phone. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I set a timer and I'm like, this is just stressing him out. This isn't doing anything. I don't mm-hmm. understand why I have a timer. I don't, I don't understand the benefit of this. And other teachers explained it to me who are like friends. And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is not making any sense to me. And then finally I came to find out last summer, like, okay. So now it's two years later. They're like, Oh, that teacher, well, this lady who I talked to was like, okay, I'm not a PTA mom by any stretch. But this lady, like seasoned PTA Ooh. president, like she knows that school backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we had the worst time with this teacher in second grade. And I don't understand. She's like, oh, <laughs> that teacher does not know how to control a classroom. Really? Like, oh. Uh, yeah. It's because everybody was rowdy. Yeah. And like he can't handle people being rowdy. Yeah. Third grade. Okay. Third grade was okay. Fourth grade was the worst. Really? Like, I, I was actually thankful. <laughs> School was over for him in March. Really? Because he came home crying like three times. That's not good. Because the teacher lost her shit. Really? Because, because oh, and I don't blame her. I never got mad at her. I never, I would, I am not that mom who mm-hmm. like texts or emails the teacher. I for sure don't text or email over weekends. Like, right. Don't like I've had, I've had friends who I'm like, not really friends with anymore. <laughs> We're like, people like, well, text the teacher and email the teacher and friend them on Facebook. And I'm like, no, that's a little much. Yeah. And then and they're like, 
super, super advocates. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. that's not me. Like, yeah, of course I'll advocate for my kid, but mm-hmm. not going to be in the teacher's face 24 mm-hmm. seven. Anyway. So, um, yeah, fourth grade was so bad. Like the teacher, the kids were so rowdy. Mm-hmm. They were so disruptive. The teacher lost her temper like three different times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means for my kid. Cause I'm not a yeller. Mm-hmm. I'm not a yeller. If we yell, like if we just raise our voice, mm-hmm. like a bit people are upset if i'm full on yelling everyone's bawling because they're not used to it so yeah yeah not a yelly household at all yeah so i don't know what it means when he says she lost her temper i'm not exactly sure what that means right i'm like she's probably just yelling mm-hmm. yelling in teacher teacher voice but i don't really know for sure but there's three different times where he came home crying and i'm like oh boy not, not learning anything as these kids mm-hmm. are too they're out of control i think that class was really out of control. Mm-hmm. And so I think one time, I think one time she apologized to him. Really? The next day. Cause he was so upset and I didn't say anything to her. I was just, I just asked her like, do you know why he was crying? Mm-hmm. That's all I said. Yeah. I say she apologized. Wow. And then she did this thing where, um, they have like these special awards for attitude. Mm-hmm. So she said where they send them to the office for a good reason. Yeah. So she did that thing. <laughs> she gave him that like, what something pride award or whatever yeah the office where she could take a picture with the principal because he had such a good attitude yeah and she like she made all like the bad kids i hate to say bad kids but, <laughs> okay sometimes well, bad kids. yeah she made, made all the bad kids, like apologize to really oh my god <laughs> like i don't know if i like him being like targeted that way right. but singled out that way like oh my my super sensitive children right <laughs> How do you think they're going to do without the social component? Do you think that they're going to excel or is it going to be a, a problem for them? I think the seven-year-old is going to be fine mm-hmm. because he was, he was not wanting to go to first grade no. at all because he is the most, he's probably the most um, worried out of anybody of the four of us in our family about wearing a mask. Like really he's on it when mm-hmm. they, we leave the house He's got his mask. He is distant. He doesn't go near anybody. So he was like, like, I don't want to go back to school. Hmm. Okay. Well that's settled. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's great. So, but I think that, um, and so when I, when I said, we're going to go to so-and-so's house, Mm -hmm. he's like, "Mm," like, you know, (sighs) you know, they wear masks. They don't have parties. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like they're in our safety bubble. Yeah. He's like, oh. and then like, we'll go to their house and like, they'll jump on the trampoline for five minutes. And he's like having a best time of his life. So then he's like, yeah, so he doesn't realize what he needs until he's like in it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like me. Yeah. So like, I hate everything until I'm actually doing it. <laughs> doing it. And then you're I, fine. Yeah. I read everything. <laughs> I drive like, yeah. Pandemic is damaged me so hard. I'm like, I don't want to do and I don't Anything. want to leave the house. I don't want to leave the house. I'm with you on that. Like I, I I thought I was like a social butterfly before this. Uh, I was like total ambivert. I'm like, yeah? I'm just with my friends. Like I was going out once every two weeks with really for, for girls night out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. You know? Yeah. Now I'm like, Mm-mm. no, I think I'm good right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's good for me either. So. Yeah. It's hard to strike a balance. It's hard to strike a balance. Mm-hmm. But when are we going to fit that in with like mm-hmm. school and work? Yeah. 
taking care of ourselves, taking my vitamins. Yeah. Riding my- yeah. What's been the hardest thing of homeschooling? What, what's been the hardest thing to adjust to? Well, I think, well, apart from having them home while mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to write, um, cause I mean, my husband can occupy them when he's home so mm-hmm. I can shut the door and work. But I think other than that, this is weird, but having other kids see my house, yeah, <laughs> so two kids and teachers, I'm like, wow, they're seeing my huge mess right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that you wouldn't even think about having to like keep tidy or keep neat. You're like all of a sudden it- like, Oh. It's really show, it really shows me like how up in my head I am because mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, how are we angling the camera? Right. Can they like this? But then I'm like, well, if we face it this way, then the map on the wall is behind them. And that looks yeah. really smart. It's yeah. Really, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, huh. But then maybe they'll judge me because I think I'm trying too hard. <laughs> map. No, but then if I put them in front of the microscope, that's going to look like really <laughs> Right. All these like little mm-hmm. stupid things that you have to think about. I'm like, this is just the way I live my life. And if, <laughs> you know, like I had, like I, I know I had somebody who was like, oh, of course you have art supplies all over your house because they're like so artsy and your kids are just so like, blah, 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 making memories, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, surely not like that. Like we're just, we do stuff and then we don't put it away. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's just messiness. It's not, we're not trying to look cool here. <laughs> I'm not trying to look like I'm like, yeah. I know <laughs> we're not a fancy pants. I think my, yeah. And I think my kids are like finally at that age where they're figuring out that I'm a mess and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, so they will they question everything I say now. Like I had this attitude when I came home my first break after my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Right. So like I came home for Thanksgiving break my freshman year and like all of a sudden I knew everything. My parents knew nothing. Yeah. And I think I'm already having that with them. Yeah. They're like, mom, I'm like, did you eat your vegetable? Like, what do you want for your vegetable? Do you want mm-hmm. carrots or cucumbers? Mother, mm-hmm. cucumber is a fruit. <laughs> like, You're just already getting the- what green thing you want. <laughs> yeah. Maybe try to argue like, well, what vegetables I'm talking about is cucumbers or carrots or snap peas which you want well technically this yeah. is a like i don't care what pbs told you yeah this is yeah. what all day in my house is what it's like yeah okay. <laughs> they're, they're you know it's just a good thing they're cute yeah i know <laughs> mine are lucky that they're cute or else they would have been like in some serious trouble <laughs> What's been your favorite thing about homeschooling, if there is anything? Well, hmm. (laughs) I will say this. When I have a question or a concern and I email, if I don't, if I, if it's a question for the director, I will email the director. And she usually emails me back like right away. That's awesome. a book mm-hmm. <laughs> she'll she'll write paragraphs paragraphs mm-hmm. and i'm down with that i like that she's very very passionate about the whole thing mm-hmm. she definitely wants you to make sure that you know you know what's going on mm-hmm. so they're always ready to answer questions which i like that's awesome 
So that's, that's good. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were given the choice today, right now, like your kids can, everything can go back to normal and your kids can go back to physical school or you can continue doing this. Which would you, which would you choose? Do you think? That's really hard. Cause we've only just been one week. Yeah. That was one. That was my favorite thing. <laughs> school didn't start until September 8th. Yeah. So, um, they had a lot longer summer than the rest of the kids, but yeah. Hmm. Would I continue? I don't know. It's. Yeah. I'd have to answer that in maybe a couple more weeks to see yeah. if we get kind of rhythm going. Yeah. But if they're like, if they're in a situation where like the, where I can work and also like these teachers are actually meeting them where they are, mm-hmm. which I don't know. It kind of sounds like that's the Montessori method. Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. it? Kind of? And it's that is actually, student directed instead of teacher directed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And Thursdays and Fridays, especially Fridays are definitely student directed. Like they have mm. the Fridays, they do a steam challenge mm. and then every other Friday it's a passion project. So they pick pretty much whatever they want to do and then they share it. With yeah. the Anyways, but I don't know. I would say ask me a couple of weeks, Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. If we'll go back to normal. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, honestly, the older one was having a really hard time, like I said, with the rowdy kids and really being able to get his work done. Mm-hmm. And and plus the school, well, the school district. I mean, I love the teachers. Mm-hmm. I love our principal. I mean, I, that's what really hurt so bad. And I'm she's fine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, my husband actually works with small town, the principal's husband. Yeah. So, like, this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I love her so much. And I just feel rotten that we didn't go back to the school. Oh, but, yeah. but, you know, she's fine. She has other people that she, you know, yeah. she likes. Fourth grader going into fifth grade who's having the hardest time with kids as they got older. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with his ability to, like, really focus and pay attention. And, like, when he was a baby, he had, like, sensory when he was a toddler. Mm-hmm three, four, five, six, we were dealing with sensory processing. Yeah. And, um, and I think there's definitely a little bit, tiny bit of delay because of that. So I think like socially, he's maybe a little bit behind other kids Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't know it just by talking to him, but you spent all day with him, you know, you notice it. Yeah. And I think, and I hate to be the mom to say this. I hate to be that mom. I never thought I would be this mom. But I really think with the younger one, with the first grader, like, I don't think that the resources are there mm-hmm. to help him study or help him be at the level that he should be. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I hate, I hate saying that out loud. It sounds so pompous. Well, I mean. But that's just like women as moms. Mm-hmm. That's not judging themselves. It's me judging myself. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know, honestly. I mean, ask me a few weeks and what I, if I if I'm more or less confident in how yeah. this is working. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I've actually gotten any words. If I've actually bumped up my word count, yeah. <laughs> then ask me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll have to let me know how that goes. I'll have to check in with you here in a couple of weeks. We'll have to compare okay. and how we're doing because I, I'm not confident at all right now in this year so what did 
didn't you say that you had a professor offer to like proctor? Yeah, yeah he's going to be here Monday, tomorrow for the first day. So I'm hoping that maybe he can kind of give me some insight as to how we're doing and how I'm doing. Because I really, I think that's been the hardest thing for me. I don't have any feedback as to whether I'm, you know, doing and delivering this education appropriately or adequately or not. You know, I think that's my hardest struggle. There's no feedback. I don't know how I'm doing as a, as a educator. That's so hard. And it's all, it's all hard in its own different way. Yeah. 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 I uh, wish we'll you luck. I wish you too. luck with your year. <laughs> You'll have to keep me posted. Let me know how things are going. I will. I will. Yeah. For sure. We will say, we will stay in touch. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Well, thanks. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. I think I'm going to shoot for next Friday to have it out. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll let you know. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah. Bye. See ya. I'm not a teacher, Abby said. And that's the one sentence from this entire interview that keeps ringing in my head. Right now, right this very moment, there's a mom or a dad sitting quietly in traffic or at their dining room table in the dark, or lying in bed awake asking themselves whether to cut their income in half or to send their kids to school in masks. With elections and employment and innumerable other existential concerns swirling overhead, parents are being asked to do what teachers have spent the better parts of their entire lives either preparing to do or doing every day for years and years and years. You have to have a lot of credentials to become a teacher in the state of Pennsylvania, but I just became one last week by signing a sheet of paper at my local school district, promising to return the two laptops I was walking away with. And I feel every bit as prepared for this role as I did for the role of mother on the day I strolled out of the maternity ward with two tiny lives in my arms after signing a sheet of paper promising not to shake them. As Hunter Thompson instructed, I am buying the ticket and taking the ride because the only way out is through, and I'm every bit as prepared as he was for the chaos that will no doubt ensue. I'm Stacy Gross, and this has been Two Moms Day Drinking. And the music for this podcast was written and produced by my father, Bob Gross, on his goddamn electric ukulele.